Welcome to the Celeb News Ride Home for Monday, December 30th, 2019. I'm your host, Kate Raft, and wow, it's really, really the last Celeb News Ride Home of the year. Isn't that wild? It's been such a great year for the podcast. I know technically we've only been doing the show for like a month, but still, you know, the best year ever. Don't you agree? Today's topics, Sharon Stone got kicked off Bumble and then put back on Bumble. Obama might have seen Phoebe Waller-Bridge pleasuring herself while watching one of his speeches. Zac Efron almost died from an infection while filming Killing Zac Efron. Sarah Gilbert and Linda Perry are splitting. Tom Hanks is now a Greek citizen. And of course, we're talking about my celebrity vision board for the year 2020. Here's what you missed today in the world of celebrity news. has been kicked off of the dating app Bumble and honestly this whole thing is like it's making me quietly devastated. Sharon Stone, the very famous and very gorgeous 61-year-old actress, tweeted about getting kicked off of the dating app writing, quote, I went on the at Bumble dating site and they closed my account. Eyeball emoji, eyeball emoji. Some users reported that it couldn't possibly be me. Hey, at Bumble, is being me exclusionary? Shrugging emoji, don't shut me out of the hive, end quote. This upsets me. I am upset for many reasons, but first of all, I'm upset that Sharon Stone is trying to be on Bumble at all. For me, in my personal belief system, celebrities should be on Raya, the exclusive dating app for celebrities, duh. So (laughs) this bums me out because I'm assuming Raya hasn't approved her yet or something, in which case, Raya, you're canceled. You're fully canceled. But Sharon deserves love. Okay, Sharon Stone deserves love. And if she wants to find love on Bumble, it's her God-given right. Hey, maybe she hasn't heard of Raya or, or maybe she wants to date a regular person, like, you know, one of the people, which is very admirable. Bumble was so shook that Sharon chose to sign up for a normal person dating app that they, I guess, shut down her page thinking it was fake. But if Bumble isn't working out, Sharon's got plenty of replies to her tweet from potential suitors, including one that got almost 1,500 likes at the time of me recording this, written by my friend at Shakenbakey, who said, quote, damn, that's so crazy. I knew there was a reason we hadn't matched yet. Ha ha. But we're here now. So dot dot dot. End quote. Anyway, the Bumble app has restored her account. And I assume the marketing department is like spraying champagne everywhere because they got all this free publicity from Sharon Stone. And hey, I'm happy for Sharon Stone. She's got her Bumble account back. And, you know, if she wants to date normal people, like I said, that's that's brave. Speaking of Sharon Stone being single and potentially lonely, I'm reminded of her October 2019 interview that she did with Allure, where she said, quote, I wish that someone had fallen in love with me, I guess. I think life would have been less harsh with a partner, end quote. God, that makes me so sad. Someone should love Sharon Stone. She deserves love, okay? Ugh, what a devastating quote. 
um, there's another part in the article where she just like talks about being lonely in general and it makes me very, very sad. She said, quote, I miss people inviting me over for dinner, inviting me to do things. Most famous people spend a lot of time alone. I still have my friends from 30, 40 years ago. When I have to go to something, I'll run upstairs, throw on some lipstick and sunglasses and they're like, oh, you just turned into Sharon Stone. It's like she's someone we deal with, end quote. Ugh heartbreaking sharon if you're free tonight you could come to my place for dinner i'll treat you right and also maybe i'll invite shake and bakey do a little wing womaning so (laughs) there's a good chance that barack obama has maybe seen phoebe waller bridge jerking it while watching one of his speeches how do i know this well let me back up a little bit this weekend obama posted his year-end list of his favorite media he consumed in 2019 in addition to his favorite movies he also posted about some of his favorite tv shows including Fleabag season two. Huffington Post covered this, writing, quote, shortly after the list made the rounds on social media, fans realized that Obama actually makes an appearance of sorts in the show's pilot. In a salacious scene, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character, Fleabag, watches Obama give this speech on her laptop in bed and masturbates to said speech. So if Obama loved the second season so much, he must have seen that saucy moment with his cameo, end quote. Jezebel chimed in defending Obama. They suggested that maybe he doesn't just like the show because of the main character masturbating to him. They gave him the benefit of the doubt. They wrote, quote, I have some friends who skipped Fleabag's first season and went straight to the second. And while I believe that is deeply wrong, they still seemed to enjoy what they watched just fine. Obama is a very busy man. And though he makes time to watch television and film, not uncut gems, apparently, perhaps he too skipped ahead. I don't know. I find it slightly suspect that he included the age of surveillance capitalism, the fight for a human future at the new frontier of power on his best books list, even though it is critical of the Obama administration. So it's possible he outsources some of these recommendations, though more likely he's just comfortable with reading the comments. End quote. Personally, I don't think Obama has time to make these year end roundup lists like it's got to be someone in his staff, right? He's a busy man. Busy people don't watch this much prestigious film and TV. Busy people, busy people, they just watch whatever's on TLC. If you're truly busy, the only media you have time to consume are shows like 90 Day Fiance and Outdaughtered. Trust me, I'm a busy person and that's how I am. (laughs) Just kidding, I watch a lot of Kardashians too. Efron contracted a deadly infection in Papua New Guinea while filming his show, which is unfortunately and ironically named Killing Zac Efron. Vulture covered this, writing, quote, 
He reportedly came down with typhoid or a similar bacterial infection in the middle of an off-grid shoot. A doctor with the team believed to have evacuated Efron declined to discuss the nature of his illness, but did say that they had retrieved a U.S. citizen in his 30s from PNG to Brisbane for medical attention and that the patient was hospitalized in stable condition, end quote. Apparently, Zach was allowed to fly back to the U.S. on Christmas Eve to receive treatment, and he's since posted on Instagram that he's, quote, bounced back. But Zach, come on, you're filming a show called Killing Zach Efron and doing so almost killed you. That totally sucks. But also, isn't it kind of on you for naming the show Killing Zach Efron? That's like tempting fate. Come on, Zach. No, of course, I'm I'm kidding. Of course, I'm not victim blaming Zach Efron for getting an infection, obviously, but it is funny. I mean, it's kind of funny. We can have a laugh about this one, right? Everyone's fine. No one's dead. The show that he's filming um, sounds interesting. I looked it up on IMDb and the description of the show is, quote, This adventure series, of which Zac Efron is the star and executive producer, will show the actor venturing deep into the jungles of a remote, dangerous island to carve his own name in expedition history, end quote. Okay, Zach, come on. What is that? What are you doing? Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com what makes a life a good one is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect defend and save what you believe in every single day so what makes a life a good one In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. In celebrity breakup news, Sarah Gilbert and her wife, Linda Perry, are separating. Sarah Gilbert, you might know her from The Talk. She was also on Roseanne and the spinoff show, The Connors. Linda Perry is, of course, the lead singer of Four Non Blondes. I don't have a ton to tell you about this particular celebrity breakup, but I'm just going to throw some bullet points at you. They're kind of boring, but, you know, why not? Boom, they got married in March 2014. They have one kid together. His name is Rhodes Emilio Gilbert Perry. Sarah also has two other kids from a previous marriage. 
They've been together for five and a half years, and now they're donezo. And that's it. That's all you need to know about Sarah Gilbert breaking up with her wife, Linda Perry. Next topic is extremely random and very specific, but hey, guess what? Tom Hanks is a Greek citizen now. According to the Associated Press, quote, Greece's president, Prokopis Pavlopoulos, has signed an honorary naturalization order allowing the 63-year-old actor to claim Greek citizenship, his office told the Associated Press on Friday. Hanks frequently spends his summer vacation on the Greek island of Antiparos, and his wife, actress and producer Rita Wilson, is of Greek and Bulgarian ancestry. Under Greek law, honorary naturalization may be granted to people who have provided exceptional services to the country or whose naturalization serves the public interest. End quote. I did some Googling and I was like, huh, is Tom Hanks also Greek, like by ancestry? Or does he just, you know, like vacationing there and he has a Greek wife? Well, while I was doing some of this Googling, I found a very funny and very sweet website called Greek Reporter, where they mention that Tom Hanks loves being married to a Greek woman. They also spend a lot of time writing about how he has Greek values, and that is what makes him Greek. They wrote, quote, the Hanks Wilson family is as tight as the couple themselves, and they are supportive of each other like a true Greek family. The actor himself has not once acted like the typical arrogant Hollywood star with several weddings, extramarital affairs, and extravagant whims. He has always been low-key in his career, while his work in directing and producing movies shows clearly that he is not in it just for the money, end quote. They also go on to say that because Tom Hanks produced Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia Here We Go Again, and my big fat Greek wedding too, it's clear that he's a great Greek ally. Listen, I didn't know about Greek Reporter until today, but I salute them and I celebrate them. And guess what? I celebrate you, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Congrats on getting Greek citizenship. Now you can leave the U.S. and you don't have to have Trump as your president. I'm jealous, frankly. And listen, I don't know that much about this Greek president, but he gave Tom Hanks citizenship. So can he really be that bad of a guy? I mean, also don't at me because I know absolutely nothing about Greek politics. Bye. Listen, everyone, I'm from L.A., so, you know, I'm into some hippy-dippy pseudo-magic stuff. And one thing I firmly believe in doing at the end of every calendar year is a vision board. A vision board is basically a sort of visual collage that you make and you, you put all of your intentions and hopes and wishes for the next year on the board. The idea is these things will come true because you've envisioned them happening. You know, it it's like the secret... It definitely is fake, but it's also very, very real. So I thought for Celeb News Ride Home, I would do a celebrity vision board for 2020. So these are all things that I hope celebrities do in the next year. I'm not trying to make predictions. I'm not trying to say what's plausible or not. These are just my personal wishes and hopes 
for all celebrities in 2020. Okay, let's go. My first thing on my celebrity vision board is Anna Kendrick will change her Twitter bio. Right now, her bio says, quote, pale, awkward, and very, very small. Form an orderly queue, gents, end quote. I mean, Anna Kendrick, that can't be your Twitter bio. Come on, 2020 is your year. Let's change that Twitter bio. Let's make it something less embarrassing. All right, let's go. Okay, my next thing on my auditory vision board is Britney Spears. She's going to get full custody of her kids, and then she'll decide to ease up on the heavy eyeliner look and go for something more natural. Kylie Jenner will start hanging out with a bunch of communists and become completely radicalized and reject capitalism entirely. She'll give away all her money and start living in a yurt in Santa Cruz. Another thing on my vision board, Meghan Markle and Harry will move to LA and she'll start acting in Hallmark Christmas movies. Olivia Jade will purposefully upload a video with incriminating information that gets both of her parents sent to prison. Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston will troll us by actually getting back together. Sharon Stone will finally get approved by Raya and she's gonna swipe on Channing Tatum and they're gonna match and it's gonna be like the hottest new celeb couple. Florence Pugh will dump Zach Braff because he's gonna cheat on her with Lord and then Lord's gonna write a really good album about it. Joe Judice or Joe Giudice, however you wanna say it, he's gonna thrive in Italy and all of his daughters will move there and become Italian reality stars. And then the US will open its borders and the entire Judice family will move back to the US be reunited, Teresa and Joe will get back together, and everyone will be so happy. Miley Cyrus will dump Cody Simpson and then get back together with Brody Jenner's ex-wife, Caitlin Carter. Taylor Swift and Kendall Jenner will fall in love and become a pansexual power couple. And also, this love will be so strong, it'll break the years-long feud between Swifty and the Kardashian Wests, and they're all gonna live peacefully in harmony for the rest of eternity in Calabasas. And of course, the last thing on my celebrity vision board for 2020, I hope that Mark Anthony's yacht fire insurance comes through and he's able to afford to buy a new yacht. All right, so there's so many more celebrity hopes and wishes that I have for the next year, but I can't possibly say them all because this podcast would be about 20 hours long. But if you have any celebrity vision board ideas, or if you actually want to make a physical celebrity vision board, please tweet them or Instagram them to me. I'm at Celeb Ride Home on both platforms. I'm also at Kate Raft if you want to send it to my personal. Come on, celebs. 2020 is your year. You can do this. Thank you so much for tuning in to Celeb News Ride Home. I'm Kate Raft. I've been your host. You can follow me at Kate Raft again. I already said that, but hey, it's worth saying again. Um, this was our last show of 2019, last show of the year, last show of the decade. We'll be back on Thursday, the 2nd of January, with an all-new brand new episode. I'll miss you all. It's been a great, very full year of Celeb News Ride Home, and 2020 is going to be even better. It's going to be better. Like, I don't know how it could even get better, because this show is perfect. 
but I promise you, we're going places, okay? You and me, kiddo. I'd like to thank Ride Home Media and my co-producer and engineer, Jack Allison. And of course, I'd like to thank all of you for helping us launch this podcast and being great listeners and tuning in and writing reviews. And you're all the best. I love you so much. I love you so much. See you next decade. Bye. Bye.